0: I was afraid to come off as salesy, or I didn't want to be pushy, or I really just hoped that like people would come to me. And at a certain point, that's not enough. Maybe you can get a client here or there, but that's definitely not a predictable way to grow. That's definitely not a predictable way to have a consistent income. Welcome to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Marie Wold, business mentor, social media and sales expert, and lifestyle entrepreneur committed to educating and empowering women to build the lives and businesses of their dreams. Each week, my guests and I are proving that with hard work and the right mindset, absolutely anything is possible. We are here to bring you not just inspiration, but also actionable takeaways that you can use to create a life you love right now. We are also talking all things entrepreneurship and personal development, including wellness, social media, confidence, sales, business strategy, mindset, wealth building, and so much more. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to the Grind and Be Grateful podcast, my friend. I am so excited to have you here and very, very excited about today's topic. This has been a highly requested one. As you can see from the title, I'm going to be talking about and laying out the timeline of how I built my online coaching empire as well as being Super honest, you know me, about what went well, what did not go well, the mistakes I made, what I wish I would have done differently, and kind of sharing the actual takeaways so that you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did. You don't have to live like that. I struggled through it so that you don't have to. So I'll be sharing the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly for you so that you can succeed even faster with even less friction than I did. And this episode is super timely because we actually just dropped a major bonus, a major enrollment bonus for Online Coach Kickstart, and I would love for you to apply if you are a beginner or aspiring online coach. Basically, when you apply now, you will lock in my industry-leading Instagram course, Content Boss, for free. As soon as you enroll, you will get instant access to Content Boss so that you can get even better results by really mastering the number one social media platform for building your online coaching business. So if you're a beginner or aspiring online coach, this is your chance to get all of the secrets and strategies of building a highly successful business from someone who has been there, done that. You will get, again, OCK and Content Boss. Content Boss is normally $500, but it is available for free as an enrollment bonus right now for a limited time. All you have to do to submit your application and learn more about OCK is go to the episode description and click the link there or type bit.ly slash online coach kickstart into your bio. So without further ado, let's kind of go back to the story. Let's rewind. It's five years ago probably closer to 6 years ago by now but i started my own online fitness coaching business 5 or 6 years ago and i ended up scaling it to a quarter of a million dollar year before i shifted gears to helping other women build the businesses and lives of their dreams you know me as a business mentor now but I watched the walk first. I've tried all the things, invested lots of my own money to the tune of over $150,000, and so it's safe to say I know exactly what works and what doesn't. Like I wish that I could tell you that I'm an overnight success. Like that would be really sexy and exciting and cool. Yeah. But even though my wellness coaching business eventually got to a point where it was like doubling three years in a row and it brought in $250,000 in our final year, it certainly was not overnight success. In fact, I struggled a lot with my coaching business for a couple of years before I finally hit my stride. Because like back in my day, back in my day, there was nothing like online coach kickstart in existence. So I truly had to like figure out everything as I went and I, I would consider myself a pretty resourceful person, but like it was a bit of a disaster if I'm being honest. So how I started online coaching originally was I had already built a bit of an audience as a fitness influencer. Before that, I was basically, I had grown an audience as just like a health, like a clean eating junkie recipe developer girl. Um, And then I started doing bikini competitions. I got into that whole world and I really had just built a following by sharing my journey there. And over time, probably similar to a lot of you guys listening, but maybe on a smaller scale, people started asking me for advice and if I could help them personally, if I could coach them um, to reach their own goals, similar to how A lot of people listening to this probably your friends ask you for advice and they ask you for workout tips and they ask you what they should eat and things like that because they see that you are walking the walk and they see you as an expert. So lots of people started asking me on social media if I could be their coach, if I could help them, if I could give them custom macros, if I can write them a custom training program, things like that. And at that point, I was really in the journey for my own interests and my own goals. And I hadn't really thought about coaching, but I was super passionate about learning. I was super passionate about improving myself. I was really interested in mindset and how that played into everything. And the more and more people asked me if I coached, the more I was like, wow, maybe, maybe I could actually like do this. And So I got my personal training certification and I, you know, I had already done thousands and thousands of hours probably of research on programming and like um, building workouts and the correct form and reverse dieting and macros and hormones and biomechanics and micronutrients and gut health and all the things like I had done extensive, extensive amounts of research. Um, naturally my personal training certification that I did like hardly taught me anything new, but I, I got certified. I did my due diligence and I was like, all right, I am ready to turn the sign in the door over. I am open for business. I am an online coach now. And, um, <laughs> I, because I had a bit of a following, you know, I, some people were immediately interested, which was great. And I was so passionate about the actual coaching part, but I had no idea what I was doing. Mind you, I was also in school studying business. I was studying marketing. I was studying international business. I was studying management. I was studying finance, accounting, and I still, I had no idea what I was doing. I was so passionate about the actual coaching part and like the science behind it and the methodologies and all and the strategies. But like I majorly undercharged. I didn't have any systems or any clarity on like how things were supposed to run on the business side. Again, I went to school for business, but When you go to college for business, they teach you how to be a good employee or a good like boss in a corporate setting. They do not teach you how to like run a startup or be an entrepreneur, right? Or at least at my school, that's not how they taught it. (laughs) So it was a bit of a disaster. I was like, I was charging like $150 a month for totally custom coaching with like, Calls with me and custom training programs and custom nutrition and like you could message me, you could text me twenty four seven. So my clients were always blowing up my phone, and I had no boundaries. I had no good like organization in the back end. I had no systems. Everything was falling through the cracks. I cared about my clients so much, and I was like, I wanted, I wanted to be good at at it so bad, but I just did not. Have the tools or the knowledge to follow through on that desire. Like, w- what is a contract? How do I, what is an automation? What is, who even is a contract? Like, I had no idea, no idea what I was doing on the back end. And I felt like I was just kind of holding everything together with duct tape, right? Like, like I said, I'm pretty resourceful, I can figure stuff out. So, we, we made it happen, right? It kind of worked, but my clients were not having a great experience. They weren't seeing the best results. I was experiencing massive imposter syndrome and self-doubt because everything felt like a mess. I knew there had to be a better way. And this went on for probably like a year. Mind you, I was only coaching part-time because I was also in school. Um, but this went on for about a year and it was, it was A major struggle because, you know, I was, I would get a client and then want them to succeed so, so bad. And I had the knowledge to help them succeed, but it would just be a a less than stellar experience for everyone all around. I assume I didn't really get many complaints or anything, but I was looking back. I'm not proud of how my business was ran. And eventually I got to a point where I was getting ready to graduate from college. I got my, you know, my first big girl job offer and, you know, with the benefits and the the salary and the signing bonus and whatever the relocation bonus. I got I got that. And I looked at it and I was like, "I hell no, like full body. No, I cannot do this. I do not want to go work for someone else. I do not want to be chained to my desk for nine hours a day or what is it? Sorry. Well, yeah, it's about nine hours a day in 2021, isn't it? It's not really eight hour work days anymore. <laughs> I didn't want to be chained to my desk for a nine hour day. I didn't want someone else to be able to control how much money I made when I worked, where I worked, my potential for growth, the type of people I worked with. I am way too <laughs> independent and I love freedom way too much to kind of hand over my destiny to someone else, to a boss. So I looked at that job offer letter, and logically, I knew I should have taken it, but I could not do it, it as a full body no. So at that point, I I knew that I could not sign this job offer, but also I could not keep going the way things were. Like my coaching business was not scalable, it was not sustainable, it was not something that I was very proud of. So I made the decision. Two, I, I did not th- take the job, but I made the decision to go all in on my business and basically tear the whole thing down so that I could rebuild it from scratch with the help of a business coach, someone who had been there, done that, and like could help me rebuild it the right way. And not only did I take the leap and hire a business coach, which by the way, was so scary to do for the first time, I made a major investment into my business, much bigger than anyone invests into Online Coach Kickstart for sure. Like, Multiple five-figure investment into my first business coach, which I had been saving up money from coaching and I had been making money from brand partnerships and stuff before that, which by the way, you absolutely do not need a huge following to be a successful online coach. I had that as a head start, but plenty of OCK students and even my private clients with like 10, 15, 20 plus K months have not big followings, like even a thousand followers or less. And again, Content Boss will teach you like how to get there anyway. But I digress. (laughs) Not only did I take the leap to hire a business coach and make that huge investment, which thankfully I'd been able to save up for ahead of time, but I also committed to finally treating my business like a business instead of a hobby that I worked on when it felt good. Because remember, I had been doing my coaching thing kind of just because it seemed really cool. And because people had been asking me if I could help them and I was like, okay, this will be a fun thing to do till I graduate. And so I kind of did it like that as like a fun side hustle. But then- it came time to go all in. And I had to switch my mindset from treating my coaching business like a hobby of something that I did because it was fun and it felt good to a business. And I had to become a CEO, a business owner and make decisions for the good of the business, not decisions that were fun or comfortable. And that is when everything changed. That's when everything changed. I overhauled everything and pretty much started over so that I could rebuild everything the right way. And having someone just helping me put in place a plan that I felt confident in was the difference maker. And after that happened, it was like, it was like off to the races, y'all. At that point was when we were able to double my business's revenue year over year over year. And I started hitting some crazy, amazing milestones. Like I became so in demand that I had to start a wait list for my coaching. I like surpassed what would have been my corporate salary in the first year out of college. I developed and launched a super cool training app that doesn't exist anymore, but that was cool. Um, I was hitting consistent five, then 10, then 15, then $25,000 months. I got to travel the world for like different industry events and expos and vacations and again... Like one of the best parts of this is that you get to decide when you work, where you work, who you work with, so as many vacations as you want. I um, launched an industry-leading group wellness program that changed hundreds of lives. Maybe you've heard of it. It was called Move Nurse Shine, and it was an incredible program. was super well-known for it, and I also was able to hit like life goals that I had set for myself as a kid. Like I was able to buy my dream first home before I even turned 25. I was able to buy my first horse, which I didn't know if that was ever going to happen for me. There were so many things that were made possible by my business and so many cool milestones hit because I finally got serious and like figured out how to do it the right way. And if you kind of feel like you've been one foot in, one foot out for your business or for your goals, this is your reminder that the best things in life are gonna happen outside of your comfort zone, okay? Like, it's going to be scary. You have to lean into that. It's going to feel vulnerable. Expect that to come up. It's going to take some hard-ass work. Like, embrace that. But whatever you're feeling called to do, I firmly believe that you're being called to it for a reason and I also believe that you are ready, even if it doesn't feel that way. I started my online coaching business five years ago just from feeling called to do it and having people coming to me for advice and not really knowing exactly how it's going to work out, but I figured it out as I went. Now, you don't have to do that as rough as I did, but I trusted that I was being called to something that was meant for me and I was Right. So anyway, like I said, I kept scaling my wellness coaching business all the way to multiple six figures per year before I even considered shifting into a business coaching role. And within my wellness coaching business, there were a bunch of factors that allowed me to be successful. And I have a full checklist for you to download after you finish this episode as a little surprise. Um, I will put the link to it in the show notes, but I'm also gonna run through that checklist with you here because, like I said, this episode is how I built my online coaching empire. So I'm gonna run through what it actually took, what was actually important, and what, if you are a beginner or aspiring or maybe even intermediate online coach, The things you need to focus on to hit your goals. And this checklist specifically will really align with people who have a goal to make massive impact and also an amazing income, especially scaling to that like 5k months mark that so many newer coaches have when they first enter the industry. So let me walk you through this checklist. Okay. And again, the link to download a PDF copy of this checklist is going to be in the episode description. Okay, so here's the checklist of all the things that allowed me to be really successful as soon as I, you know, finally figured stuff out. Number one, I got super clear on my ideal client and I identified a specific niche. I was not the one size fits all coach for every single mom and teenager and college guy and old lady down the street and your next door neighbor and your sister. I had a very specific niche of young women who were sick of the yo yo diet cycle. They were sick of the all or nothing mentality. They were sick of starting over on Monday and they wanted a balanced, sustainable approach to fat loss that actually made them feel more confident in their skin versus more insecure and more defeated the longer they tried. So that was really my specific niche that I honed in on. Odds are if you want to be a coach, the ideal niche or the niche that you'd be best able to serve when you're starting out is the type of person you used to be, right? Like I'd be willing to bet that you could absolutely help your own self like three, four, five years ago. I'm sure you could help that person see some amazing results because you've learned so much since then that is usually a good place to start as your ideal client or your niche. And it's so important to niche down in order to stand out from the crowd. And this was this made a huge difference with my ability to make sales, my ability to charge a higher price point, which by the way, industry standard for online health, fitness, wellness coaches is anywhere from like $250 to $500 a month. But I was only charging $150 a month when I was starting out and it was rough. However, niche down goes a long way to help you be able to stand behind a higher price point like that. Next, I developed a clear content strategy to help me build authority and consistently attract new clients who were the perfect fit to work with me. So one thing that I struggled with earlier on in my coaching business was I had for so long built an audience kind of as an influencer and people's like internet bestie. And I was very much in the friend zone with the people in my audience. Like they just want, wanted to go to me for free advice and free help, which is fair because that's a lot of what I had posted up until then and what I had offered up until then. But once I started coaching, I couldn't just coach everyone for free, right? I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. And also that wouldn't have been fair to my paying clients. So I had to shift my content strategy to help people see me more as an authority more someone who they wanted to hire instead of being stuck in that friend zone. And my content was um, what helped me attract new clients who were the perfect fit to work with me. And really my first million dollars in sales in my business, I made without any paid ads, without like sending cold DMs or cold prospecting. It was simply by having amazing content that attracted the right people. So your content strategy is so, so key. The next thing is I restructured my coaching program really intentionally to create amazing results that weren't going to overwhelm the clients or burn me out. So remember what I said about the beginning of my coaching business, I was giving my clients like everything, but the kitchen sink, they could text me 24 seven. We had like weekly phone calls, they got custom everything and also like I just kept throwing more and more resources and more and more like workbooks and guides and whatever into the mix of what was included in my coaching because I was like, well, if I just give them all this information, they can't possibly fail. But (laughs) it's not just about how much information you can cram down your client's throats. It's about how doable the processes, right? If if your clients feel overwhelmed, if they feel in above their heads, if they feel like they can't keep up with all the things that you're giving them, they are probably going to bow out. They're probably going to burn out. They're probably not going to be able to stick with it. So really your role as a coach is to be able to simplify the process as much as possible so that it's easier for your clients to stick with it. So I had really had to restructure my program so that it was very intentional, as simple as possible, so that it wasn't overwhelming to the client. And I also restructured it so that it was more scalable for me, meaning I wasn't doing every single thing from scratch for no reason just to say it was from scratch. <laughs> That's one example. I also changed how my clients and I communicated. I put boundaries into place. And not only did that make me happier because it protected my energy, but also it gave my clients better results and made our relationship better because they knew exactly what to expect, exactly how to ask for help, exactly what was and was not included, and exactly what their role in our relationship was and also I didn't. I stopped making clients who were dependable on me um, and who could thrive after our time was over because I was no longer a helicopter coach. So I restructured my coaching program really intentionally to create those results and also make sure that um, it was going to be scalable. Next, like I said, I raised my price to be within industry standard, which, like I said, is two fifty to five hundred dollars a month. Um, and not only did that reflect a fair transfer of energy between me and the client of how much energy and time I was pouring into each person but it also ensured that my clients felt invested in our work together like I don't know about you but I have downloaded so many random free things I have signed up for so many random free like challenges or downloads or um, workout apps or just random stuff for free or super cheap because why not? And I never do it. If it's free, I am not going to follow through with it. I have no skin in the game. I have no reason to hold myself accountable to it. But the things that I invest an amount of money in that feels like a little bit uncomfortable and like, oh shit, I need to actually take this seriously. That's when I get good results. That's when I show up for the thing. So raising your prices is not only about the energetic exchange for you and you feeling fairly compensated, but it also creates such better results from your clients. I hear this all the time from my OCK students that like once they raise their prices to at least the $200 mark and above, their clients immediately started getting better results, We're more consistent, We're showing up more, We're actually doing their check-ins on time and stuff even if they didn't radically change anything else about their coaching. And that's just simply the financial commitment makes people show up because they have skin in the game the next thing I did was I set up all of my backend systems to really optimize my time and ensure an amazing client experience. I made it so that my coaching business could run like a well oiled machine from my content creation to my sales process, to my client onboarding, to my check-in system, even my client offboarding. Like I set up systems for all of that stuff. So that number one, The client experience was elevated, which also helps you justify a higher price point, Um, also helps you retain clients. It's so much easier to re-sign an existing client than find a new one. And it saved me so much time and energy because we had repeatable processes and clear ways to get stuff done. And when I say we, I really mean me because I definitely didn't have a team back then um, to get stuff done in a streamlined, systematic, and really efficient way. And that is, again, what is super helpful for scaling your business too, I know a lot of you guys who have a goal of starting and scaling a coaching business, you also have a full time job, or you're also in school, or you also have kids, or multiple of those things. Like, you don't have time to waste just like doing stuff on the fly, putting out fires every day. Like, you need streamlined systems that are really strategic and efficient so that everything can run well on the back end you save time your clients have a better experience like you don't you don't have time to mess around so that's where systems really help and allow you to scale without just continuing to like work more and more and more hours so that's super key the next thing is i Created a plan, and this is kind of off the back of systems, but I created a plan for every phase of the client journey from onboarding to program delivery to their ongoing support and check ins to like re signing them to offboarding them. So I had a clear process for what happened when someone paid me to sending them their welcome packet, to sending them their intake form and their contracts and their waiver, to then how exactly I built out their like starting plan when it came to their nutrition and their cardio and their workouts, and then how they submitted their check-ins and how I replied to them, how fast I replied to them, um, the types of things that I would update. I had a plan for every phase of the client journey, and I was really strategic about how I created that those processes so that, again, they were streamlined, they were effective, they were efficient, and also created a great experience for the client. So that was key and really part of what made scaling possible. The next thing is I started deep diving into sales strategy and sales psychology and developed a really effective and empowering sales process that made my ideal client feel excited to say yes to working together and like want to throw their credit card at me. And this was a game changer, you guys. I, If you follow me on social media, you know that now I am extremely like, unapologetic about selling. I'm unapologetic about sales because I know that what I have to offer like changes lives and creates freedom for everyone it touches. But in the beginning, I I definitely felt the way that most people feel in the beginning of their business journey. I was afraid to come off as salesy or I didn't want to be pushy or I really just hoped that like people would come to me. And at a certain point, that's not enough. Maybe you can get a client here or there, but that's definitely not a predictable way to grow. That's definitely not a predictable way to um, have a consistent income. So I had to learn sales strategy and I had to learn how to pitch correctly. I had to learn how to conduct sales calls. I had to learn how to overcome objections and really guide someone through an empowering, authentic sales process that made them excited to work with me and see what was possible if we teamed up and if they hired me as their coach. And that really comes down to, yes, the systems and processes of the actual sales um, kind of funnel that you're taking people through, but also how I was able to communicate the value of my offer, how I was able to emotionally connect with the lead, how I was able to pre-qualify the lead, how I was able to tell them about our potential work together in a way that really made sense and was valuable to them. And then also how to support them in the decision-making process so that they felt empowered to do what was in their best interest, even if it was scary or even if it was uncomfortable, which 99.9% 99.9% of the time, hiring a coach and investing in yourself is going to be uncomfortable. So that, that part of sales is super important as well. So I really studied sales a ton and I developed my own sales script. I developed my own sales process. I figured out how to handle all the most common objections and my sales call close rate got Amazing. I was closing like 90% of my sales calls, which if you're in sales, you know, that's really good. Um, And that made it so I was constantly just bringing in new amazing clients who were ready to do the work and were going to be a great fit to work with me. So that was huge. Um, And then after that, I realized, okay, this entrepreneurship thing is getting kind of lonely. (laughs) Like no one is as excited about this as I am. No one really gets my goals. No one really understands that I'm never going to get a quote unquote real job (laughs) and no one just fully gets it in my life. So I started seeking out a support system and the best place I found a support system was actually through coaching investments and being part of like group coaching containers, whether that was literally a group coaching program or a mastermind or outside of pandemic times, a live event, things like that. So I started getting myself into rooms, uh, either physically or not (laughs) with other women who were doing similar things to me, had similar goals to me, were super ambitious. And I, built this support system full of people who got it and also of course had a mentor who was helping me achieve more in way less time and with a lot less frustration and that having a support system made all the difference in the world cuz you can you can have strategy you can have systems you can have all the things that i've already talked about but if you feel lonely and if you feel isolated and if you feel like no one understands you it doesn't matter how much money you're making. It doesn't matter how many clients you're serving. It doesn't matter how much success you have on paper because there will always be that kind of lonely dark cloud (laughs) hanging over you. But when you finally find your business besties and you find a mentor who you click with and you have that support system, everything becomes easier and you are able, you feel like you can conquer the world because with the help of people who want to see you succeed, you feel unstoppable. It's amazing. So I found my support system and that's still something that I really, really prioritize is constantly making sure that I am surrounded by people who are like-minded, they're ambitious, they are going after their goals, they truly want to see me win. And even if they don't fully get it, like for example, my fiance, Andrew, he doesn't, he's not in the online coaching space. He doesn't fully get like why we have the goals that we have for this year or why I'm so excited about a certain new offer, but he's super supportive and he wants to me win and cheers me on every step of the way. Then I'm also part of like masterminds with people who do get it fully a hundred percent and they want similar things to me. It makes all the difference in the world. Along with your support system, another kind of non-strategic piece that I figured out and that you will need is a strong mindset because mindset blocks pop up for everyone, every single entrepreneur, and really anyone who has goals, right? Because by definition, you're gonna have to leave your comfort zone to reach a goal because you don't already have it. And therefore, mindset is a factor. And you will 100%, I guarantee you, deal with things like imposter syndrome, self-doubt, procrastination, self-sabotage. That is so normal, so expected. And learning how to deal with that stuff made my success possible. You guys know my analogy. If you've been around for a while, you know I say that trying to grow a business without working on your mindset is like trying to race a car with your emergency brake on. Like it's just not, it's not going to be a good time. You have to develop a strong mindset. You have to have tools for when things like imposter syndrome or self-doubt or procrastination pop up so that you can process them, release them and keep moving forward. Another thing I figured out was that I really um, got more efficient with my work. I figured out how i work best for maximum productivity, how i can work smarter, not harder. I really refined my like toolbox and strategies for managing my time, managing pro- projects, managing my to-do list, juggling all of my clients, wearing all the different hats in my business. Now at this point, I have lots of team members who can who are, you know, specific to different tasks and I can more so focus in my zone of genius, but especially in the earlier stages of your business, you are a solopreneur. You are a one-person show and you really have to be able to work smarter, not harder to maximize your time. Um, And that's something that If you don't do it, it's just going to make your life unnecessarily hard. And then last but not least, something that I wish I would have prioritized sooner, but of course I made it happen. Otherwise I wouldn't be here today, but I figured out how to be like legally and financially legit so that I could scale and serve with confidence. Like earlier on in my business, the very early stages of coaching, I had no idea legal stuff. I had no idea how to be financially like sound and budget and do my bookkeeping. I just kind of hoped for the best, which is certainly not my recommendation for you. And because I did that and I didn't deal with that stuff, I was always stressed that something was going to go wrong. I was always stressed that I wasn't going to have enough money to pay taxes or that I would file my taxes wrong or that I didn't like have the right things in my waivers or whatever. I was always stressed. Like that was just a weight that I always carried with me because I couldn't figure that stuff out. So when I finally did, I just, I felt like I could move faster. I felt like I was more confident with Making all of the next steps and with all the growth I wanted to do because I knew that everything was legit behind the scenes. So, those are kind of the main the main things on my checklist that allowed me to scale my online coaching business for more impact, more income, allowed me to scale to those 5k months and way 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 beyond and these are all the things I recommend focusing on if you are a beginner or aspiring online coach or even if you have an existing coaching business, these are the things that you need to double check that you have um sorted. So like I said earlier, these things were not in place when I first started out. Do not panic if you don't have them all sorted out yet, because the good news is there is a proven roadmap available to you if you choose to take it. Like I have put everything I know about starting a successful online coaching business into my program, Online Coach Kickstart. You can have me as your mentor. You can get taken under my wing. And that means you'll be with someone who has been there, done that, Truly walk the walk, got the t shirt. You have someone who really gets it and understands what it feels like to be an early stage entrepreneur, but without as much like struggle and frustration and trial and error that I had to (laughs) endure. You get to do it right the first time. And by taking care of all these things on the checklist that I just shared with you, and by being aware of kind of the various stages of your journey, you can you can go so much farther, so much faster, um, and like I said, the, those are all the things that we cover in online coach kickstart. Our students are always killing it. They're constantly celebrating wins, like gaining the confidence to finally like show up and serve and sell online, signing their first clients, and then the next like, 5, 10, 15, 20, um, feeling like a real entrepreneur finally with a business that runs really well behind the scenes, um, matching and exceeding their full-time incomes, buying their husband's cars, changing the lives of dream clients, and like, waking up excited to start their workday um, just breaking through every mindset barrier that they thought they had and becoming the CEO that they have always wanted to be, but didn't know how to actually take action on it. And that's, that's all possible within like a 16 week timeframe. Not even kidding, because we have perfected our curriculum. We have perfected the coaching access people get. We have perfected our community container. And you can see a full breakdown of what's included and how exactly Online Coach Kickstart works through the link in the episode description or by typing bit.ly online coach kickstart into your browser. If you're a beginner or aspiring online coach, who's ready to leave behind just that overwhelm and get that proven roadmap to success. Now is going to be the time to apply to work with us. Again, when you apply now, you will lock in your enrollment bonus, which is also getting content boss for free, which is normally a $500 course. So this is an amazing time to take advantage of the opportunity. And join us in Online Coach Kickstart. Whether you decide to apply or not, I know that you are capable of so, so much. And this checklist will be a great starting place for you. Again, you can get that for free through the link in the episode description. Being an online coach and scaling this business and working with my dream clients has absolutely just changed my life in so many ways. And now I could not be more in love with my role as a business mentor, helping other women make bank while making a difference, starting and scaling their online coaching businesses. And it's just been such a cool, such a cool thing to see now. Now, since Online Coach Kickstart is well over a year old, we've had hundreds of people go through the program. I'm seeing So many OCK alumni do cool things like hiring assistant coaches and planning for like multiple six figure years and retiring their husbands and hiring team members and going on like epic vacations and buying investment properties and just so many cool things have been made possible through building and scaling an online coaching business. So I'm so excited that you were able to tune into this episode and that you were able to move the needle forward with your own goals of starting and scaling an online coaching business. Um, It definitely is an incredible journey, an incredible industry to be a part of, and there's so much Room for more people. There's always going to be room for more heart centered coaches. There's always going to be more room for women who are wealthy and will do amazing things with their wealth. And I hope that I can help you do it. So if Online Coach Kickstart is the move for you, definitely be sure to submit an application now or go to the link in the episode description to learn more about the program. Thank you again for joining me for today's episode, and I will see you again next week. Until then, grind and be grateful, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending some time with me today. I hope you loved this episode. And if you did, please take a moment to share it with someone or pop the screenshot up on your Instagram story and tag me. I especially love when you guys share a little on why you enjoyed the episode so that I can keep making more content that you want to hear. Last but not least, don't forget to hit subscribe and I will see you again next week. Until then, grind and be grateful, my friend.